Hello, everybody, and welcome to Frozen Frontier. Uh, today, we are doing a flashback of Kel William before he was Kel William, back when he was just little Willie. Just um, William. Just William. Mm hmm Yeah. So, where where did we leave you off last when we did so, our last flashback? In the last flashback, um, we started off with a scene in which it became apparent that William was the black sheep of his family. Everyone else was more into intellectual pursuits than physical pursuits. Uh, savvy political players, mathematicians, you know, accountants, um, well-groomed sort of leaders of towns and things like that. Uh, frustrations boiled over and eventually William got sent to be a squire by his father with uh, a knight named Kel Roderick, who is a somewhat famed knight in Drakus. Uh, my father's quite a influential local noble and was able to sort of pull some strings. I think, I think Roderick was visiting the, was visiting our village for some reason or another. And my father asked him and he happened to be in need of a squire. So that worked out. And then I accompanied him back to Solwick, I think. And mm -hmm. from there he was, going out on a, um, a mission to go and kill some goblins in a cave, and I accompanied him along. He went into the cave. I minded the horses outside. Hmm. Some goblins attacked and stole his horse, or stole my horse, stole his sword or something, and I gave chase and tried to fight the goblins. It ended up in like one-on-one -on -one combat, mounted against this one particularly difficult-to-kill goblin um, before Roderick turned up from inside the cave and killed the last goblin um and then william collapsed and i'm pretty sure that was the end i think we just sort of ended with roderick saving my ass yeah yeah but you did kill a fair number of goblins before we got there right i think i killed like yeah like three or something mm -hmm. and i didn't let them run away with the horse which was you know what they were trying to do right okay uh let's do it so you are with roderick uh, currently, I think I have a token here somewhere. No, it's on the deck. Uh, you guys are currently... I can pull out a token. Here we go. Perfect. Can you shrink it a little? No. No, okay. And this is actually might be a wrong idea because it's got too much HP on it. Whatever. We just need a spot to mark you on the map. Even turn off the HP bar on the guy. Oh, okay. So I think we're, we're cutting in uh, a couple of years after the events of the last prequel. I think William is now 17. He's grown up a bit. Uh, you know, he's grown more muscular. So my strength is now 17, not 16. Um, very close to becoming a young adult but still very much uh, a trainee and, you know, naive to the ways of the world. But mm -hmm. I guess becoming more competent and following Roderick around, actually being a decent squire, actually being able to fight a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, so you guys are in Thickleglade and you are heading down to Solwick. You're... Last few months have been spent campaigning around in these hills here. There have been some problems with bugbears showing up. 
Uh, there have been goblins over in this area here that I'm going to mark in a different color. Uh, green is for goblin. Brown is for bugbear. Okay. Brown's more robust. Sure. Yeah, so there have been some problems in these regions lately. Uh, you've also been experiencing, uh, or you've heard tale of extended groups of lizardmen uh, deeper in this this region, which has been plaguing Drekus for uh, centuries now. Because you've got, like, civilization pretty much everywhere, but this... Erase these lines and draw a new one. Yeah. Uh, this region that I'm about to highlight has had some some problems uh, maintaining civilized outposts. Right. Uh, so the monster stuff... population's pretty big here. Yeah, it's, it's large, and it's also difficult to get to because they, it's difficult terrain it's well away from supply lines it's difficult to move an army through the woods when your your supply trains can just be wrecked and like for ages those mountains that that hill range and mountain range has just been abandoned and left alone and so monsters have bred and found a place of refuge and have formed alliances to keep people out somewhere you know loose alliance so it's more like rather than marching an army through there it's more like individual knights going in and killing a few hobgoblins and coming back and just right. doing what they can. Like, large-scale operations have tr- been tried in the past, and it hasn't worked. And you guys are returning from one such failed operation where Roderick was trying to get together a, a small army of, like, ten knights and a hundred men and, like, cut to the heart of the bugbears, find them and cut them to pieces. But you were forced to turn back, not because you were losing combat, because, but because your uh, column stretched out and the wagons got hit and destroyed and then you were just kind of like in the middle of the hills without enough supplies to really push forward or the means to move them around so you had to break away uh and right. where we come in is you guys are going from thickle glade down to solwick with this this news of your defeat here it's more of a not so much a defeat as a postponed operation you know yeah so, how many men did we lose if we had if we had one hundred and ten? Uh, yeah, ten, uh, ten officers, hundred men, uh, plus some movers and drivers and that sort of thing. It was mostly the non-soldiers that were hit. A uh, bunch of them died, and none of your officers died, and like five of your individual soldiers. The number, the losses are small. You know, it's five percent. Um, okay. So it wasn't a massacre. Um, no. Is Roderick the the lead officer? Yes, he is. Okay, so I guess I'm at the front of the column with him. I've got my own horse, right? So I guess I sort of riding just alongside him, or is he maybe speaking with the other officers and I'm riding back with all the other squires? Uh, sort of. Like, the operation has been deemed a failure, and the band, the party is going to be disbanding. Uh, Ah, Because each of the officers and the soldiers that they come with comes from a specific village. And after this push has failed, I think you guys are, like, on the road. And as you're heading south, you know, this group splits off and that group splits off. And a few other groups have already, like, gone north of Thickledland instead of south. So it's just down to you, Roderick, and two spears. Uh, A spear is one unit of a knight plus the troops he's levied. Right. So it's the two of you and two other spears, and uh, you're headed southward on the road. Everyone's kind of 
bummed out. Sure. But it just kind of like crap, this didn't go well. Yeah, we didn't even like fight a decisive battle. We just kind of got forced to turn around because of, mm -hmm. you know, guerrilla tactics. Uh huh. Frustrating. So maybe I'll um, ride up next to, to Roderick while he's, he's not speaking to one of the other officers mm -hmm. and say, um, uh, Cal Roderick, what will, what will the reception be in Solwick? Mm. Not great. Will we be returning? I think so. The High Prince has asked that. <sighs> William, it's been problematic. This is... The issue with the bugbears here is less actual threatening of villagers and civilians and more of a uh, political war amongst the ruling class. Hmm. says a little bit of uh, frustration in his voice. I, I don't think the High Prince will take very kindly to this failure. Um, but part of the job, part of the life to do what the lords above you request. Of course. Honor first, before everything else. Of course, of course. But it's about time that we move your training in this direction as well. It's, you can't just hack and slash your way through the world. You're going to need to understand the interworkings and the nuances of the greater political sphere if you're going to be a knight one day. I've never had much of a brain for politics. Well, let's start. How would you deliver this news to the High Prince? Hmm. I suppose that I would be honest and tell him that um, the, the bugbears out, outflanked us and ambushed our supply lines, forcing us to retreat. Hmm. And if I were the prince and heard that news, I, I would say, why did we not defend our supply lines better? Or why did we not push on through? Uh, wh what would you say if the prince questioned your decision to turn back? Huh. <clears throat> well, I would say... I thought it better to retreat and save the lives of our men ready for a second attempt than to push on fruitlessly and, and starve to death in the hills. Ah, so when does the second attempt begin, young William? I suppose that would be up to the prince. Mm. He nods and stays quiet, not really... Uh, what's the term here? Uh, not condoning or... Not saying whether he approves or not of your responses. Yeah. Uh, he okay. kind of continues and lets you mull it over in your own head. Uh, another one of the spears disbands when you cross the gladeway. And I think you guys take a camp out in the woods for the the last night here. Solwick should be reachable by tomorrow, but it's been a, a long, long day on the road here. Uh, you guys all bed down with your... 11 other men, plus some drivers and animals. 
Yeah, so I guess I spend the evening getting, like, Roderick's tent ready, uh, walking his horse to the river, mm-hmm. you know, sharpening his, his swords, uh, polishing his armor, things like that. And um, would I would I sort of sleep in my own tent? I wouldn't sleep with him, right? Would I sleep near the other, the other squires? Or... No, you would share a tent with Roderick. You need to bring around okay. for these sorts of things. Okay, so that's good. So I guess, like, oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll busy myself with my my duty before uh, coming to the fire towards the you know the end of the evening to to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we've got a couple of like rabbits or something that somebody's somebody's caught. Right. And if there's anyone interesting around the fire, I'll I'll make conversation with them. Otherwise, I'll uh, head to bed. Long stream curses out of the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, all right, so you head to bed. There's nothing too interesting going on around the camp. The next day, you guys continue on. Uh, you get almost all the way to Solwick, uh, right where that road forks. Uh, While well, the last spear heads south towards Bondundasir. Okay. As the so last spear splits off with all the supply wagons, and it's just you and Roderick left. Uh, and he kind of stops before turning down the, the western road to head to Solwick. Um, and you see him looking maybe a little bit tired at Solwick, which is something you've not really seen with this famous war hero general who who is your person you were squired to. I, I don't think you've seen him look quite so... It's not just tired, it's like disheartened. Like he's looking down the road towards Solwick like it's a pain in the ass and he doesn't really want to go. But he gives a big deep, deep sigh. Motions his horse forward. Okay, I think maybe I was about to say something and then as he goes to walk I, I hold my tongue and uh, follow on. Mm-hmm. And I ponder to myself, um, why would a man with his sort of credential and success be so worried about such a small failure? Right. But, you know, perhaps there's more going on in the background than William's aware of. Sure. Uh, as you move forward, I would like you to make me a perception check. Well, I always... Go well. Do I do I have better perception when I'm younger? What do you reckon? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ten. <laughs> uh, oh god. Oh, I cleared the chat, and now now your roll is above the chat line. That was a mistake. Uh. Try again if you want. There you go. Cool. Roll it again. Okay. There. 24. Okay. Yes. That works a little bit better. My second good eye. All right, we're actually just going to spam a bunch of crap here in order to make everything work better. Perfect. Never clear the chat, Neil. Never clear the chat. All right, so you're coming up on a bridge. Um, yeah. And I think both with the 24, you and Roderick, kind of around the same time, get this uneasy feeling and he motions for you to stop your horse as you're kind of already stopping your horse. Um, yeah. There's something off about the the area in front of you um, and you can't 
quite place it. That is, I'm not going to specifically tell you what it is, but that you, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Sure. And... So I, I, you know, I put a hand to my, to my, the hilt of my sword and, and spin my horse around and like check the, check the tree line around us. There's something on the edge of the trees watching us. Well, there's nothing on the edge of the trees. And Roderick is doing a similar thing. He's looking around and there's a, a brief flicker of eye contact that passes between the two of you. Uh, like an understanding that something... Something's about to go down. Maybe. Maybe not. So, depending on how much time passes, I think, you know, like after maybe 30 seconds or so, I say mm -hmm. to him, do, do you see anything? Slowly shakes his head back and forth uh, and says quietly, no, but something here. Something's not right. What is it? It's a good opportunity to train, William. What is it? What's wrong? What do you notice that's missing? Okay. So I look around. Uh, and there's no... Are we at a bridge? Did there, you say? A bridge is coming up. You can see it in front of you. A couple hundred feet. Okay. So, you know, I try and pinpoint what's missing. Like, is there a lack of bird? Like, have the birds stopped? Is it... Or something like that? Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah. Now that you're listening, it... The area is a little bit more quiet than you're used to. You can hear the river in the distance, but everything else has gone still. How do we usually fight? Do we do we fight on on horseback or not? Uh, I think most of the time you're not really in a position to. As a squire, you mostly kind of hang back and help with gear and that sort of thing. Roderick will often fight from horseback. Uh, there have been times where you've had to dismount where a horse would be ineffective, um, like in thick woods. You'll fight on the ground, but uh, you get like the plus one for high ground from fighting from horseback. So yeah, it's pretty. Okay, sick. so I, I think I will, um, unless he tries to stop me. Like, are we in a bit of a clearing? Are we? Like, or we're on a you're, road and the streets off road. to the side. Yeah. So if if I'm on the left hand side of the road, I will veer off the road and walk a bit closer to the edge of the forest and see if I can see anything. Uh, yeah. Ride a bit closer. Give me a second perception check. Oh. Not so great that time. Uh, no, there's nothing. There's nothing out there in the woods. So I do a little circle of the the woods and, and turn back around and come back, uh, walking towards where Roderick is and say, "This side seems clear. There doesn't seem to be anything here. Maybe we should just keep going. Maybe the he horse nods. just got a little spooked." He nods. And the two of you progress forward along the, uh, towards the bridge, which eventually comes into view. Uh, I will bring you to the bridge page now, if I can figure oh. out how to do that. It's pretty cool. Voila. Hey, look at this. Nice. Uh, and let's get you... Token over here. That's a winter wolf. <laughs> Not another one of them. Do you want me to track my token? Yeah, I can't find you. Oh, you're under Kel Marshall. That's why. Got it. Wonderful. And let's get a Roderick token for Funzu's here. Fighter. Just a fighter token. Here we go. 
and you're both mounted. So you come to the bridge here, and Roderick once again stops his horse and says quietly, something's something's off. All right. Would that usually be a like a soldier here on the, on the bridge? No way. That's just a bridge a few miles from town. Um, Well-maintained. Is it a similar feeling like the, the wildlife is quiet here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it hasn't picked up. You've only gone a few hundred feet. Um, but there's just hairs on the back. Something something is like tingling and kind of like sending goosebumps down your side of your head. Okay, so I think against, you know, my instinct to, to ride off into the woods again, I will sort of await instruction. Because it seems like a dangerous situation and I should probably defer to Roderick in this matter. But I'll turn around, because I feel like we're being followed, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I'll turn around on my horse and, and scan the tree line. Uh, Roderick, I, I, you scan the tree line, you don't see too much. Roderick says quietly, let's go, but be prepared. All right. And uh, the two of you, your horses are kind of big. You go single file down the bridge. Um, and you get about halfway there horses, so let's give yourselves a little bit more space. Uh, you get about halfway across when a trap is sprung, and uh -oh. crawling from either side of the bridge are a group of orcs coming out of the, the bottom side and climbing over to the edge of the bridge. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and as well as the sides of the bridge. Ah, turn around, buddy. We get two orcs on the far side of the river that also uh, step out from hiding. Their weapons are drawn, but they're not making any threatening actions immediately. Alright. Roderick. Roll initiative. Uh, yes. Eh, maybe. In a moment. Uh, okay. Roderick looks, notices that they're not attacking, and in his loud commanding voice, demands to know why they have stopped his progress. And it's at this point that one of the orcs in the back, this one way over here, begins chanting the words to a spell. Roderick calls out Spellcaster loudly, and now we roll initiative. Oh, shit. All right. Um, my initiative's still five if I'm on a horse for my sword, right? Correct. Is this map to scale? Yes. 50 feet. Uh, missile ranges are in yards, aren't they? Yes, they are. All right. You, you can hit anything on this map. That's right. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna try and javelin the spellcaster. Ten. Nice. Sorry for deleting that right away. Sorry. Right, there you go. Here. And let's go this. Oh, I need a spell speed for this. Goddamn orcs. 
This might be the first time I've ever fought an orc in one of your campaigns. Yeah, I don't do orcs very much. Yeah. I have a hard time understanding orcs. Oh my god, you guys got terrible initiative. Literally everybody rolled 10 or above. In fact, you actually rolled the lowest. Well, Javelin initiative is an 8, so I rolled a 2 actually. But okay. So I did roll pretty well. Nice. nice. Uh, well, right. you started off then, William. Okay. Um, you get strength bonus to hit from throwing weapons. You yeah? do, yes. Alright. 11. Uh, Might do 11 it. 11 is not going to do it. No way. He can't have any armor, though, Neil, if he's casting a spell. Well, I suppose he could if he's a cleric. Oh, you're talking about the spellcaster way back here? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know who you were attacking. Um, Sorry, yeah. Give me one sec. No, uh, does not hit. Damn it. All right, I will then turn to face the, the two orcs, some, you know, on my back. The caster finishes chanting the words to a spell, and you notice on the bridge, there's all these dead leaves, because it's autumn, um, and the bridge is covered with them. And at first, it maybe didn't strike you as that big of a deal, but now you see the leaves beginning to actually wrap themselves up and around your horse's hooves and legs. Okay. Um, and as these kind of wrap around it, you realize there's no way the bridge should be covered with this many leaves. It's, it's There's no trees next to the bridge. There's no way it should be completely laden with leaves at this point. This is definitely part of a trap. They've set up an entangle spell. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, your horse, and Roderick's horse need to make saving throws. Uh, would you like to roll me a saving throw versus spell for your horse? What does a horse need against spell? Like a 16 or higher. Mm -mm. Nine. And roll one for Roderick, please. No nope. good for either of you. Uh, your horses are held fast by all four of their feet. All right. So the orc behind you uh, brings his axe up and down on your horse's hindquarters. Uh, with a 14, 15, 16 to hit against your horse, we'll do it. Yep. For two points of damage. Shall I roll my horse's HP as a 2d8? 3d8, please. Ooh. Not bad. Actually, it's pretty terrible. Um, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Well, your horse is now down at seven. So, fun okay. Uh, next up is Roderick, who will uh, get out of his stirrups and do like a stand on his horse's back and try and make a, a running leap across his horse and over the orcs in front of him. Damn. It will make a dex check, which is natural 19 plus whatever is definitely a success. It gives a, a leap over the horses, over the horse and over the orcs landing behind them and making the first of his two attacks, which is a miss. Um, I think we're going to have a little bit of NPC on NPC battle here. Orcs are attacking Roderick. The front one turns and slashes at him. The back one comes behind him with a spear, 
Every attack is a miss, though, and your horse takes four, five, six, seven is a miss. Um, okay. And we roll initiative for the next round. That's a lot of works. I'm gonna get rid of this initiative counter. It's too much work. I'm gonna do it by hand. It's easier. You still want me to roll for me, though, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Roll for yourself, but I just won't keep it in the initiative counter. Uh, the orcs are attacking my horse, so can I attack them from horseback or not? Uh, you are too far forward in your saddle because it's like at your horse's rear, and then they're like a little bit behind it. So you can't reach them from where you are with your with your sword. If you have a range weapon, okay. you can hit them. I've got a javelin. But uh, seeing Roderick's heroic feat, I'm going to attempt to do the same thing. Ah. Excellent. 13 for you. The fastest one is their spellcaster. Who is going to ask... Where is it? He is going to keep casting his spell because it's going to take a little longer, apparently, while that page loads. So at nine behind you, one of the orcs makes another slash at your horse, uh, hits it for a whopping six points of damage. Not looking good for the horse. Nope. In front, Roderick takes an attack, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, clatters off of his plate mail. Um... <clears throat> Here we go. Did you say you got two attacks last round? Oh, right. I forgot to make a second attack. Good call. Is he uh, level seven? Yeah, at least. Wow. What He's a badass. A, the general. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The 15 plus at least six and probably three is nine. 15 and nine is 24. Does not clear by 10, uh, but does hit the orca. Actually, no, that is going to clear by 10 because he's got some other stuff in there too. Uh, so he does seven points of damage to an eight HP orc um, who lives. Uh, there we go. Now the spell goes off. Perfect. Seven rounds. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, you do 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 do. Uh, all right. Um, and that's that. Spell goes off, no visible effect. Seven, eight, eight. You have a 13. You go next. All right. No. I want to try and, like, diving tackle both of these orcs to the ground. Can Ooh, I do that? Like, off yeah. the back of the horse, like, double clothes line them both. You're going to make me a dex check to successfully run across, to jump off of your horse onto them, or a horseback riding proficiency check, whichever you'd like. Uh... Horseback riding proficiency. Is willpower plus three. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to go for that, then. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Am I going in the river? Oh, no. Wow. Uh, I was going... So, I've been going to go forward with a... When someone rolls a one or does something overly epic or overly dumb uh, have the rest of the players decide what your fate is but there's no other players in here but I just see Greg in Twitch chat so Greg <laughs> Hansen in Twitch chat uh, what happens to Kel William when he rolls a one buddy um, let's see how this works I don't know if trusting 
Because I can trust Greg, but now that Greg is part of Twitch chat, I think he like loses some of his trustability <laughs> and credibility. I think so too, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, is he listening? Greg made a comment earlier. Is it just me or is the music drowning them out a bit? So maybe he can't hear you. Uh, well, I think other people said it's just him, but we'll turn it down anyway. Yeah. All right, I think he's typing. Maybe he's AFK. All right, I mean, I'll just... Yeah. Maybe I'll just decide. Oh, here we go. Oh, hey. There we go. The lost <laughs> footing. I mean, I either fall in the river or I just, like, tumble into the entangle and get uh, completely caught up in it. All right. So you slip, you like, you as you're getting out of your horse's stirrups, uh, your ankle just twists and you fall to one side, landing prone in the entangle. Um, no saving throw. <laughs> right. That doesn't reflect too well. No. No. God damn uh, it. I have the worst rolls when I try and do something epic. You you really do. I don't know what's yeah. up with that. Um, all right. Roderick gets hit for six from a, a back attack. And you are now, like, sort of prone over here. One of the orcs... Uh, you prone on your face or on your back, William? Um, well, I was gonna dive off, like, face down, so I think I probably land on my stomach. Alright, one of the orcs is going to make a leap onto you, so he gets a few feet back, and he's gonna run and try and jump and land <laughs> on William. Okay. Uh, but that is not a success, so he, like, lands on you, and then kind of, like, overshoots his target with his extra momentum, takes a few steps off of you and finds himself entangled. Good. Um, he can still yeah. try and make an attack at you, but it's a really awkward angle, so I'm going to give him penalties. Uh, but hey, a natural 16 will probably get you. What are you wearing for armor? Uh, I've got two armor. So, and what, so I think I've only got 13 AC. Uh, yes, okay. like what, what armor gives two? Leather? All, uh, nothing? In the modified, uh, like, leather chest will give you two. Hmm. Maybe I've got bare armor now. Would I have my chainmail by now, do you think? Maybe. Uh, but that would still hit you. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's give you chainmail. Regular chainmail. Um, brass chainmail. Yep. Excellent. So, that 16 hits you. The orcs battle axe, oh, drives down into you for a measly two points of damage. Okay. At least he's not killing the horse. Right. Uh, and that is... Roderick, it's his two attacks. Uh, natural 20 and a 3. Huh? I think the natural 20 is probably... 20... That's actually 20... 30 and change is definitely three times... Four times damage dice. Yeah, so Roderick deals about 20 points of damage, uh, lopping the head off one of these orcs, missing his other one, and we go to the next round of combat. Okay. Can I stand up, or am I completely and utterly... I mean, I need... To... I get saving throw, right? I think. Yeah, let's give you a saving throw on this round for that. Okay. Because um, I don't want to just completely screw you... Exceptionally large or strong creatures may suffer little or no distress from the spell. 
based on the strength of the entangling plant. So these are just leaves, and you have 17 strength. So I will allow you to make a strength check in order to stand up. Okay. Do you want me to roll out now or on my turn? On your turn, please. Thank you. Yes. Uh, is your initiative... Okay, Seven. Uh, hey, look at that. You go first. All right. So I want to, like, I don't know, like, do a massive, strong uh, push-up and get to my feet. And then whip around and kill this orc that presumably is also entangled. Do it. Um, oh, my God. You can't. The leaves. The leaves <laughs> are holding you to the ground. God even, like, slipping into your shirt and tugging your shirt to, towards the earth. It's really frustrating. The orc that is sort of behind you with his back to you re slashes around aimlessly and clatters against your chainmail to no avail. Uh, on the other side of the bridge, Roderick is still engaged with these guys. Those are both misses. Roderick gets his attack, his first first attack, uh, which is another, which is natural 19, which is definitely a large crit. Uh, wipes out the second of the orcs on the bridge and you can see that the remaining guy is not too happy about it. Um, you know, now that there is an orc right, like, to the back of my horse, will it try and kick him? The horse is entangled. Okay, horses are pretty strong, though. They are, but they also have, they have four legs instead of two. So I guess you're also, like, totally prone here. Maybe the horse can do something. Um, he is above. So He's fighting for his life, isn't he? He's on one HP. Is he a, wow, okay. Is he a war horse or a riding horse? Hmm. I don't um, know. I feel like knights have war horses, but I'm not sure if I can afford one. Right, you're just a squire right now. You might not have a fully trained war horse. You've just got, like, some rouncy that's, yeah. like, hanging out. It's probably freaking out uh, trying to break away. So why don't you give me a strength check for your horse? Okay, I don't know what its strength is, but... It's eight. Um... That's probably... I think a horse has at least 13 strength. Yeah, I would say so. Definitely, definitely. Uh, your horse breaks free and starts moving its way down the bridge uh, a little bit slowly because the leaves are still grasping at it every step it takes. Yeah, every okay. Every move it makes. It's magic. Okay, hopefully it's safe. Okay. Uh, the spellcaster uh, begins to actually run southward uh, along the river. It's like fucking off. Uh, and at the same time, you hear Roderick start to scream and yell uh, from his position fighting this guy. And as you look over, you can see his plate mail is starting to, like, glow slightly. Oh, no. I know uh, what that is, but I don't think William does. Yeah. What does, it look? I mean, does it look like it's 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 being heated? I mean, it's it's glowing like it's hot. Okay. Yeah, so. During the second to sixth, causes blisters and damage. Okay, so regular damage. He just takes D4 this round from the, the metal that begins to sear his flesh. Uh, for a whopping four points of damage. Good job, Roderick. Or, uh, Orc. actually, Orc Spellcaster. Roderick is down 10 HP right now. And the other guy behind you can't really reach you from where he's standing. So he'll just take out a javelin and throw it at you. 
Uh, with a 12, you're prone, right? Um, yeah. But you're prone, so you actually get a bonus against missile attacks for that. So that's a miss. Yeah. The javelin falls next to you. Actually, like, sticks in the um, the bridge beside your head to, to no effect. And we go on to the next round. It was a close one. All right, it's time to get up. William, come on. Come on, William. You can do it. Ten. Ten will allow the orc on the far side of the bridge to just run. He sees the spellcaster running, and he's not going to have any more of this. This battle's over. He takes off. Okay. Your turn. I, I am going to kill this one orc, at least. Come on, get up. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't roll anything with this character. Nothing. Sometimes. Roderick takes a hit on the orc before him and brings it down, leaving just the one orc and the... Your horse has, like, is now stuck because um, now there's two horses on the bridge and they're, like, yeah. stuck side by side and the entangle is just too much for them and they, they can't move anymore. Um, okay. And the orc in front of you, behind you, whatever, is going to try and run. He's going to try and break free of the entangle. Uh, but a natural one on his strength check will not help him do that. He is in a full-fledged panic. He's dropped his weapons. He's stripping off bits of his armor and, like, trying to break free of all of this nonsense. Okay, so I shout out to Roderick. No, no, I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry. And I, I try and I try and get up again. All right. Uh, next round initiative. Yep. Oh, the orc rolls a natural 10 on his initiative. Uh, right. Roderick is stripping off his plate mail. Uh, you see him pulling out daggers and, like, cutting straps here and there and uh, letting the plate mail fall to the ground. I stand up. All right. Uh, turn around. I draw my sword, or I pick my sword up, and I attack this orc. Is he is he actually facing away from me? Yes, he is, because he tried to jump onto you and overshot. Okay, so just back attack? Yep. And uh, minus two for him being entangled. Oh. Yes. We got him. All uh, right, Mike. Yeah, you clear by ten with your other stuff involved. Uh, so, so 3d8? Yes, please. Plus three. That 15. will do it. You hack the orc down. All right, it good. It dies on the bridge. Uh, Roderick is struggling to repair his, or to, to shed his gear. I mean, I try and, like, vault. Uh, how, I mean, how how deep is this river? I probably can't swim in it in chainmail. I want to try and get past the horses. And help Roderick with his armor as quickly as I can. Okay. One, two, three. Give me another strength check for determining how quickly you can make it through the horses and the everything. All right. 26. You will eventually make it over to him uh, and help him get off his armor, which then begins to cool quite promptly, almost exactly when you, he gets it off. And then, <sighs> taking stock of the situation, he slows his breathing. And looks around at the the carnage on the ground. Are you okay? Yeah, I, I got hit, but I'm I'm fine. My horse though is is on death's door. Should we give chase? He shakes his head. They're already gone. Horses are wounded. Hmm. My armor's in tatters. It'd be it's only two orcs anyway. What was that? Your armor? Magic. He says with a little bit of disgust in his voice. Uh, was it burning? 
I, I, I reach down and like switch it. It's still. It's cool. cool. Totally cool. Oh, okay. It's it's cold. What was it burning you? He nods. Oh. And the leaves. Toe to toe is one thing, but having the leaves come to life and attack people or making their metal sear from a distance is insane. How how is one <clears> supposed <throat> to fight against stuff like this? I don't know. I tried to throw a javelin at him, I say, as I, I wander over to this tree and try and grab, pick up my javelin, if I can see where it landed. Yeah. Uh, your javelin is lying on the ground near the tree. You saw it sort of, like, graze the target, but not actually hit or cause damage. No. Yeah. I almost got him, look. And I, uh, it's, maybe it's got, like, a little fleck of blood on it. Mm-hmm. Not enough to stop his spell, though. Roderick pulls the horses off the bridge as the Entangle spell begins to fail. <clears throat> oh, it's like stupid long. Forever, isn't it? Yeah. Ten minutes. Alright. That's fine. He had to take off his armor and all that stuff anyway. So Entangle is about fizzling now. Uh, he pulls the horses out of it, looks at his like scrapped armor on the ground size and begins to pack it up in bits of saddlebags and rearrange the gear on his horse before remembering he's got a squire to do this shit for him. Yeah, yeah. As you, like... So I say, no, 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 leave it to me. As I'm, like, packing away his, his armor and stuff, I say, I haven't heard of orcs this close to town before. Is this surprising to you? I no, say it's... as I, like, plus the playmail. Perhaps we should do something about it. He pulls a wooden smoking pipe out of his uh, one of his pockets, puts some smoking tobacco in it, and sits and muses uh, on a, a rock while watching you pack the horse. Yeah, okay. I say, should we should we make camp, or should we continue to the city? Definitely to the city. Alright. So I, I pack the horses, and uh, you know, I take out some food for us. I, I fill our water flasks in the river. Mm-hmm. I mean, we take a quick break, but... Sure. Where... Do you remember what your hometown was? Yeah, uh, let me just grab my my backstory. Wonderful. Wherever it is saved. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I wrote it down in here. Well, it just says a number of villages south of Solwick. It's near to Solwick, to the south of Solwick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Roderick is thinking long and hard, and as you get the horses all ready to go, uh, he mounts up and then looks to you and says, William, I will go deal with the High Prince and relay these messages, but your family lives in the south of Solwick. That is correct. Why don't you ride home? See if you can't coordinate with the sheriff in your village and uh, see if you can't rouse a few men. We should investigate these orcs further. Uh, Bring whatever you can, whoever you can find, whatever you can muster, uh, back here to this bridge tomorrow. A fine idea. I shall ride at once. Um, are, are you okay to carry on without me? Gives you a, a smile that says, 
Kid, I've been fucking killing orcs since before you were born. I'll be fine. So, yeah, yeah I, I just go, uh, of course, yes. Well, I shall see you tomorrow. Yeah! All right. You head southward. He heads westward. And we're going to take our first break here. And when we come back, we are going to see what sort of trouble William gets into. That's not the right button. When he's by himself, because I don't think this is going to go as planned for anybody. Uh, see you guys on the other side of the break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. But William's flashback, so there's no freezing or frontiers anywhere to be found. Yep. Totally a misleading title. All right, so I head off racing on my horse back to my father's keep or okay. manor, manor, I suppose, not what keep. is your father's position in the town? Is he a so, landed knight? Is he a noble? He's a noble, and he's he runs like three or four villages. Mm -hmm. So obviously he's got his main village where he's got his manor, but I think he like owns the owns the rights to the land of like three or four different villages. But William is one of many sons, the youngest of many sons, and stands to inherit no lands. Ugh. That, how shitty. Yep. Yep. Thank God we don't actually nobles owning land in the modern age. How ridiculous. <laughs> that would be ridiculous, especially if you had to pay them like £40 a year. Seriously, like... <laughs> so dumb. Uh... You're headed southward along the road. And I want to <clears> ask you a few questions about the state of William's mind at this point. Uh, okay. When we first met him on your last flashback, he was kind of a brash young man who was, like, brawn over brains. Yeah. Right? Who are you now? So I think he's definitely starting to build the code of honor that he has later in life and that you need to become a knight. Like, you know... He's not very, um, maybe naive's the wrong word, but he's not very savvy. Like, hence that conversation before with Roderick, whereas he, he, he kind of thinks, like, as long as you tell the truth, that's the best thing. You know, just be honorable, do what it says in the Knight's Book of, you know, knightly virtues or whatever, and everything's going to work out right. Um, but he's a little bit more confident as well. You know, he's seen a little bit more of the world. He, when he first left, he's always sort of felt inferior to his to his brothers because mm. they were smart and he wasn't smart whereas now he's starting to realize you know um you know being the lord of some village whereas it comes with wealth it's not as you know it's not as important as being a successful knight and a, a general like that's that's really changing the face of the country so he doesn't feel like he's missed out in life anymore he feels like he's headed for for great things mm-hmm and generally, you know, like fighting these orcs, even though he fucked up and he fell off his horse and he only really killed one orc and he probably would have died if he was on his own, it doesn't really bother him too much. He's too young to feel too worried about it. You know, he's quite headstrong, so, you know, it's just on to the, ne on to the next thing. Are you the sort of person to, is William the sort of person to tackle his problems head on or to like take a moment and figure out the, the best course of action at this point in his life? Uh, he's not one to worry about something that he can't control. He'd rather, if something can be fixed, he'd rather get it done right now. But I think he's slowly starting to learn, like, yeah, not to rush into things, like, to try and consider all the alternative courses before choosing which one. But he's not the kind of person to be afraid to make a decision. Okay. And to sit back and do nothing. That's good to know. 
So, uh, William, you are headed south along the road uh, when there is uh, the sound of voices joined in song from the road ahead of you. Uh, but it, they're not speaking in the common tongue. What, what languages does El, uh, William speak? I'm pretty sure he only speaks uh, common. Okay. Well, you hear the songs of voices singing some sort of song together uh, from up ahead, out of sight. Okay. So he's not particularly uh, unreligious. Um, he is, I mean, I assume there's some sort of religious thing. He will ride up and try and observe what's going on with not much skepticism yet. So you've come a little ways down this map already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come around the bend here, and you see what this group is. is actually a band of, like, 20 orcs. All right. And they are singing some sort of orcish marching song and headed south. South, like, to where I'm going, or south into the Frostlands? No, along the road in the direction you were headed. Hmm. Can I... Is it possible to, like, uh, veer off into the woods and follow them? It's like we're going mm. in the same direction, right? I want to... I'll follow them, but not, not be seen. There's no way you're going to be riding horseback and following them and not being seen. There's a ton of them, and you are, while a competent horseback rider, uh, you're not exactly the most stealthy of scouts. And a horse riding through the woods, you're, you got the higher profile. They're, yeah. It's a miracle that no one's seen you yet. Like, you've come up behind them. But if even one of them were to turn around casually, they'd definitely spot you. Okay, so how far is it back to where I left Roderick, and how far is it to my father's manor? It's about six miles back to Solwick, give or take, and your family's house is about two or three miles from you. Hmm. Can I... Are they walking? Are they on foot? They are marching on foot. Okay, so what I'm going to try and do is ride off into the woods like this and try and beat them to the manor mm-hmm. by going around because I'm on horse so hopefully I'll be quicker than them and then I want to try and get to the manor and arrange some sort of defense before they get there okay. uh, but you don't want to be seen by these guys right you're not trying to you're trying to avoid them and not alert them yeah so I'll ride off into the wood like I'll, I'll turn perpendicular off the road mm-hmm. and I'll go maybe you know a quarter of a mile or something You'll probably actually have to backtrack because if you just go off the side of the woods here, they'll they'll definitely see you, right? So you're gonna have to okay. get like back into way and then loop around and then like go through the woods along the road. But then how do you keep the road in sight? Uh, do you have a survival proficiency? No. Okay. So if you had GPS, this would be no problem. Hey, do you know what? I've got a jumping proficiency. I should have used that when I jumped off the horse. Oh. Damn it. I would have passed that. Wait, did I roll a one? Maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, you did roll a one. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... I don't know. Maybe I won't do this if it, if it feels like I haven't got enough time. But, I, I mean, horses are a lot faster than walking. and It is it's... definitely a lot faster. It's just going to be um, a couple of checks to see if you get lost 
or if you can yeah. like maintain the, the the right proximity to the road. Because um, without you know proper maps or GPS or real like good positioning, if you can't see the road, it's easy to get lost. Okay, well maybe I should go the other way then, because I could then follow the river. Okay, so you want to head to the south side and like come around that way. Do I know of a crossing near the manor house that I can cross the river? I mean, I probably Definitely. would, right? I grew up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know of a lot of crossings over there. So I'll try and do this side then, because that way I can follow the river. Cool. And so if they see me, they can't get me too easily. Okay. Uh, you start going along the edge of the river. Can I get a perception check from you? Uh, you sure perception's what you want here, not wisdom? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, 25. Uh, so you're coming along the edge of the river. Um, a 25 is actually good enough to spot this a little further out. Uh, you notice in the the soft sand before you are lots of boot prints um, in a double file line, much like the column of orcs you saw marching south. Is it um, marching the same direction? No, it is... Uh, I'm going to draw um, a little bit to the west, east in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if the river... Oh, God, that's a terrible color. If the river is this purple line here... Yeah. The orcs were kind of parallel to the river over here on the road, but you're seeing a series of crossing marks along the river uh, uh. that are headed in this direction. You know, so the orcs have seemingly recently crossed the river at this point where it's nice and shallow. Okay. Hmm. So, could I... Ooh, I don't know. I'm tempted to one, try and see where they came from, or they are going to get to my father's manor if if they carry on on that road, right? If the, your father's manor is the place that they're heading, they will get there unless something stops them. But there's a lot of villages and towns in that region. Your father's manor is not the only one. Yeah, but still, though, it's probably under his domain, though. Yep, yep. I mean, eventually they'll get to somewhere civilized and fuck shit up. Okay, so what I'll try and do is I'll take a quick moment to try and mark the land here. Mm -hmm. Like, in some way that I could come back and find this crossing again. So right. I don't know if, if that's just to, like, like hit, the, hit a tree with my sword and, like, an axe or something like that. You might want something a little bit more distinctive than a axe blade in the forest. Or an axe mark on the tree in the forest. You know, there there could be other trees with axe marks on them, and uh, you might not be able to quickly find that tree. All right, uh, uh, I've got a dagger. Then I will. I'll like slam my dagger into the into the tree there, and then there you go. That'll, down. That is eye catching. That will be hard to miss. All right. Okay. And then move along. Yeah, and then carry on with the original plan. Why don't you give me a horseback riding proficiency check? Okay. 21. Alright, you skirt along the edge of the river, eventually coming to your father's estate. Your family's estate, I suppose would be the right way of saying that. Um, it's a, okay. a peaceful little village. Why is the name of the sheriff? Do we have a random name uh, we can have? Yes. His name is Borny. Okay, so as I ride up to the, I don't know, the guard that stands on the road towards the entrance to the village. Oh, 
I, 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 like, you know, buckle my horse in front of him. God, where is Gurney? Gives a lazy gesture back into the middle of the town. Ready yourself, man. Orcs on the move. And then I ah, carry on into the village looking for right, Gurney. Perks up a little. Um, you make your way into the village itself. People are going about their regular, ordinary afternoon. There's Farmers bringing food to market. There's little stalls and booths getting set up. Uh, the, the village square is being... Some tables and chairs are being set out. And you can see a band is starting to form on the stage. On a, a makeshift stage. Okay, so I will ride my horse up to the barracks or the, mm -hmm. the training grounds or whatever. And then uh, quickly jump off it. And attempt to walk quickly, but without trying to alert anyone. So, you know, like a hurried casual walk sure. to to wherever I spot Gurney. Uh, yep. You find this guy, Gurney, in his office. Uh, he's an older sheriff. He's been working with your father for a long time and whichever was the ruling member of your family before your father's time. Yeah. He's been sheriff here for many decades now. And it's a pretty peaceful corner of the map, you know? It's yeah. Nothing happens down here. Uh, so he's just sitting back, uh, feet up on his table. Got like a piece of wood in hand and a knife, and he's just staring at the wood. Okay, so I like burst into the into the door. Gurney! Oh, William! There's, there's no time. I, I've spotted orcs on the road. Gather the men, quickly. We must put up a defense. He slowly gets out of his chair and grabs his sword from the wall and starts buckling it on and goes and gets his shield and starts strapping that on and he's kind of taking his time. Stretches out his old back a little bit. Oh, orcs, you say, huh? Yeah, about 20 of them. How many men do we have? Five. Hmm. They're about three miles out. About, what, 20 minutes ago? More than that, half an hour ago. Well, they should be getting here pretty soon then. Yeah, if, they, if they've continued on the road, they should be here soon. We'll, we can't just let them wander into the town. Well, I don't know what you want me and five folks to do against 20 orcs. Perhaps if we gather some more uh, well-eight-bodied men, we can scare them away without a fight. He looks dubiously at you. Maybe. But what if choice? it does come to a fight, all those untrained, well-bodied men are just going to break and run, and it'll be a rout and a slaughter. Well, what do you suggest? What else? What other choice do we have? Oh, evacuate to the keep or manor nearby and let them sack whatever they want in the village. I, um... Seems really kind of nonchalant about all this yeah i so i mean i i say uh i don't think we can let them suck the town gather the men i'm just going to speak to my father and then i'll i'll uh run out of the sure. the um the barracks yeah uh you make your way to your father's manor um your father's there with your mother and your oldest sibling uh is your oldest sibling a brother or a sister you just have brothers right just all brothers yeah okay so your father's there with your eldest brother 
and your your mom. And the three of them are holding court together. There's a couple of villagers who are arguing over a border dispute. You know, it's like, my pasture land ends at this rock wall. No, 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 it ends at that rock wall. And it goes back and forth. And eventually your, younger, your older brother says, why are there two rock walls so close to each other? What the hell happened? And then, you know, one of the peasants starts with the long history of the region and why the walls were started. Okay. The importance so I, of preserving our history and not tearing it down. And I will interrupt this uh, this discussion by um, coughing and, and walking up and, and sort of um, bowing to my father and to whoever's holding court. And then if they don't stop me, I'll walk up and whisper in his ear. Yeah. You... And I, so I say, you know, father, I've, I've just ridden from Solwick. There is a, a large group of orcs on the way down here. Kind of waves away the the peasants till he gets away, uh, and, and gives you a long, steady look. How long has it been since you've last seen your family? Has it been a well, while? Well, it's been two years since I left, but I don't know if I've. It's pretty close to Solwick, so I've probably visited. So I probably visit, you know, a couple of times a year. So maybe about you know three or four months ago. Okay, so it's not been too long then. Yeah, not too long. He eyes you. But I think um, uh, it's come quite there. quite clear now that, like, now that I've come back and I'm two years older, that I just don't look anything like my brothers or my father. Like, they're all, like, uh, slim, slight. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just, like, now massive broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. tall, just in generally, just, like, wide and, and massive. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe I have to, you know, command a little bit more respect from my brothers now than I did when I was a child. Or maybe jealousy and anger. You're definitely yeah, commanding. You're definitely provoking more different emotions than before. Yeah. Your father studies you for a long moment, uh, giving you like a look up and down. He sees your armor, the recent dents that have been in it. Uh, there's like a couple of scrapes on you from one thing or another, and he he nods slowly, uh, then claps you on the the shoulder. Looks to your older brother, whose name is. Do we have a name here? No, I don't think so. But I will. I will come up with a name. Jeffrey. Jeffrey looks at Jeffrey and says, "Well, son, it's time you learn how to command a group of people in trying times." Wait, is he talking to me or Jeffrey? Nope, he's talking to Jeffrey. He's completely passed you over and gone to your older brother for the defense of the village. Um, and he kind of just turns and ignores you and begins issuing directives to your older brother on what to do and uh, who to talk to. And remember all that training that we've done with your uh, the master at arms? Well, now it's time to try it out. Okay. So I won't speak out of turn. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. And I, I wait for my father to stop giving commands. And then when Jeffrey goes off to carry out his, his orders, I'll, I'll walk in line with him and, and say, Jeffrey, I think there's about 20 of them. Uh, Gurney says we only have five fighting men. I thought perhaps if we could gather some strong men from the town, we could scare them away without a fight. William, I know you've been off running around and your head's filled with nonsense, but really, leave it to me. I know better. uh, He just increases his walking speed, like trying to walk away from you. Okay, so I guess I stop as he he walks off. Your older brother has just completely... 
I look back to my father, who's probably now walked off in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And I, I walk out of the the keep and I don't know, like if I walk past like the guard on the front door of the manor, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, get him to, well, maybe I won't, maybe I'll just leave it to them. I go and, I go and walk back to, to Gurney. Uh, you find him in the town square. He's gathered the five other soldiers and is giving them a talking to with his hands on his hips, being like, so, there's some orcs coming down the road, boys. We're gonna give them hell. Uh, I think the Marshall family is gonna bring some of their personal guard over here, probably, and might get a couple of other folks around, and we'll just have to do the best that we do. And you can see some of the soldiers are a little bit, you know, shaken. Some of them are excited and ready. You can see the, the gleeful looks on a pair of them. Like they're they're happy to kill some orcs, but one of them is definitely like, holy shit, this is like a part-time job every other Saturday. Oh <laughs> crap, what the fuck is going on? I didn't sign up for this shit. Um, so as I, I approach the line of the men, I say, uh, fear not men. These orcs are cowardly fighters. Cal uh, Roderick and I slew six or seven personally just hours ago. They look to you with a little bit of surprise. They'll flee as soon as we strike the first one down. And I, I draw my sword and, and give like a... Ooh, give me a charisma check for your inspiring leadership skills. That's right. 18. They're okay. They're um, all right. Yeah, they're they're fine. So, I, you know, I, I, carry, I carry on with it anyway. Yeah. And then uh, I, I start sword in hand and, and drawn up, walking towards the entrance to the town where the road meets. The, the other people come over there. Your older brother shows up with uh, the personal guards from the manor house, and your brother's got his armor on right now. Um, you notice that in your absence in these last two years, uh, he's gotten, like, a nice breastplate and a couple of, like... Uh, the bracers go over your forearms. What goes over your bicep? Mm. I don't know its name. Uh, but like a couple of pieces of the, the limbs. You know, he's got his thighs and his biceps are armored and he's got a breastplate on. Like uh, plate mail breastplate. Yeah, like a plate mail breastplate. But it's just the, the breastplate oh. of it. And uh, you see at his side is a steel arming sword. Yeah, the... so he's got the he's got all the family armor and and weapons. And man, mm -hmm. William doesn't even have a full plate breastplate and throw throw. Never mind now. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, you know, I think nothing of it. Now is not the time to, for jealousy to rear its ugly head. It's not a knightly virtue. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to ride up the road and try and. On your psych. one HP horse? Did, well, did I notice if the orcs had bows? They had javelins, right? They had javelins. Um, give me a, an intelligence check. See if you can't remember if they had bows on them. Okay. No. Nope. Can't remember. Uh, is there a hill nearby? Yeah, there's a hill nearby. Uh, the manor's on one hill, and you're, there's another hill kind of down the road a half mile. So I'd like to find some, like, a, a high position that I could see the road and maybe spot the orcs coming. Sure. There's a spot uh, where All you right. can see the, at least, like, you know, a good mile down the road. Uh, you get to the hill and wait. 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 
and a few hours pass, and you're thinking even slow orcs would be here by now. Shit. Alright, well, I reluctantly, I know, I turn and go back. It's good news, really. Alright. You head back. The line of soldiers has sort of broken down. Instead of everyone being standing at the ready, they're just kind of like sitting on either side of the road. Uh, Someone has started a small fire and like some bits of meat are being roasted over it. Your older brother is talking with the uh, the sheriff um, in pleasant conversation. And as you you ride up, you can hear they're, they're talking about like some girl down the road that your brother has a crush on. But like, you know, he's engaged to another woman already. But here he is talking to the captain of the guards about this girl he's super into. What a bastard. All right, so I uh, I ride down to the to the line of men. Mm-hmm. And I say, I, 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 I jump off my horse and go to speak to my brother and Gurney. He looks to you. Uh, how, where are those orcs coming from? They turned off the road and crossed the river into the Frostlands. Well, that solves that problem. Um, wait, wait. Good, good work there, William. You, you really saved our bacon. Uh, I can see your... Squireship has really paid off. Uh, so I'm trying to give this guy respect, um, but he is—he's being really disrespectful. So I—I I turn away from him to mm. face the men and Ooh. say, "Say the orcs have retreated into the frostlands. Cal Roderick and I are gathering a small force to go and meet them. Will anyone come with me?" Two guys immediately raise their hands. So I go in. Like, do I remember their names? No, they they look pretty new. They're young. They're like 18, 19 years old. They probably weren't even town guards when you left. Okay, so I, you know, I go up to someone and say, what is your name? Adam. Steven. Adam. Steven, it's good to, it's good to have you. And I, I shake their hands. They shake your hand too. I'm to meet Roderick at the bridge to Solwick tomorrow. I will plan to ride around some of the other villages and see what other men we can gather. Will you come with me? They nod, and then Stephen pipes up and says, I, I don't have a horse. Well, I'll, I'll ride slow. All right, they are on board. Okay. Um, and then, if as I go to, to leave, I'll mm-hmm. say to Jeffrey, um, if the future lord of this town won't help me, then I'll do it myself. And then I, I, I go to ride off. Hmm. Uh, your brother... Well, I guess you don't even see his reaction because you turn right off right away. Yeah. Uh, where are you riding? Are you actually heading up to where you'll meet Kel Roderick tomorrow, or...? No, I want to circle around some of the surrounding settlements and give, a, you know, a similar story to the... to whatever armed guards they have there and try and gather what small group of men I can. Okay. So, would you? I mean, maybe I could make another charisma track. Sure. To see how many. Maybe I should make like, like a few. Um. Let's see. There are a few other villages around here. There. You said your father runs three. Uh. Let's see what I wrote. I think I said a small group. Uh. A number of villages. So I think maybe yeah, three or four. Like, is that reasonable? Yeah. Uh. So give me three charisma checks. Okay. Three more. Two. Nice. So you go from village to village, uh, gathering a few people. You manage to muster up 18 men 
to wow. join your cause. How many of them are just like peasants with farming implements? Uh, Most of them. Only like two or three. The, the remaining okay. of the 18 men are a combination of men at arms that would be like town guards sort of things. Uh, a few former, like, retired town guards who are now farmers, but, like, they have some sort of discipline. They fought before. And then yeah. a couple of people that have been levied in the past and have had some sort of training and understand what's going on. Yeah, they might have a sword or something, or a short sword. Yeah. Yeah, probably a spear. Um, that, that sort of Great. Thing. Spears are cheap and easy to make. Short swords are a little bit more expensive. So, on the so I, spears. I march back to... I'm gonna camp on the on the road, so I can get to the bridge first thing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I assume it's it's quite late now. Yes. But before we camp, I want to ride back through, past the manor, with my my army, my so army like, of eighteen men. <laughs> All right, you you managed to make it back to your village um, pretty late in the afternoon. The sun is beginning to set, with the eighteen men at your backs, uh, plus the two from this first village. Yeah. So I won't, uh, I don't want to, there's no room for us all to sleep in the village. Uh, I just want to make a point of riding through it and then I'll camp on the, we'll set up like a, you know, like an, an army would camp on the road, right? So I'm right. just going to do that. So these guys all show up, but they don't, they don't have tents or camping supplies. Like they might, a couple of them probably grab some food uh, and whatever little comforts they might want. But most of them are just now looking at the ground and kind of scratching their heads and being like a boss. Yes. What about dinner? <clears throat> um, so I've probably got some Russians, but I... If you don't have food, uh, you feed 20 men. No. It's, it's like a Thanksgiving uh, does dinner. Does anyone have a bow? One guy like raises his hand cautiously. Yeah, so I, I point to that guy and say, um, Lucius and I will go hunting. Okay, well, maybe he we can always have... looks up at the sky, like the sun is already setting, and Lucius says, Oh, my lord, uh, it's kind of late to hunt for everyone. <sighs> right, well, we can stay at the tavern. Let's Another go break. back. All right. Everyone goes back to, to much greater <laughs> laughter and joy, and uh, immediately yeah. the drinks start flowing, and the, the men start swapping stories of the last time they went out, and... And the bravado rises, and everyone's like, I'm gonna get five orcs, one for so each of my kids, and I'm gonna take their teeth and make a necklace out of them. Because that's what you do when you kill something. You wear it. Another person, okay, so yeah. this is a much better uh, much better idea, and I'll stay in the tavern with them. Right. Okay. Uh, so you guys stay here. Why don't we take a break, and when we come back from break, we will deal with the consequences of your... Peasant Levy. Uh, <laughs> see right. you guys on the other side of the break. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Frozen Frontier. You All have right. 20 men um, who have volunteered to go fight off this presumed orcish threat that none of them have seen yet. Uh, and you're all hanging out at the tavern. You're all having a, a good time. Everyone is telling tales of bravado and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I tell the story of how we were uh, attacked on the bridge by the orcs mm -hmm. and how I dove off my horse and rolled behind them. 
<laughs> Rolled behind them. <laughs> Cut them Kelsey down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Uh, okay, well, the next day you set off um, northward with your uh, eager men. Uh, yeah, your eager <laughs> peasant mob to go slay these, <laughs> these damn orcs. Yeah, so we want to make relatively quick time to get to the bridge to meet Roderick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will walk, but I, I make note to see my dog is still in the tree as we walk past it. Uh, sure, that's going to be down by the river. So it's actually going to be off-road at some point. Um, you'd have to like ride alongside the river the whole way to actually find that. Uh, okay, I'll wait that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you get back to the meeting point yeah. with Roderick. Uh, he has nobody with him, uh, just him. And there's the 20 men plus you. Roderick kind of looks around, so I, sees the 20, I, sees you. I tell him to stop, and I, I ride forward to speak to him. Mm-hmm. And I say, Cal uh, Roderick, I have gathered men from my father's domain. Good. But I must say, as I was marching back down towards the village, I saw a band of about 20 orcs walking along the road. I tried to organize a defense, but they never they never marched into the town. But I think I know where they crossed the river. Show me. All right. So I I lead. I run back round to the back of the group of men, and me and Roderick march back down the road the other way. All right. You head back down the other way. Uh, you can swing by the river and find that same spot. The tracks are gone because the, the river's banks swelled during the night. Uh, slightly sure so you know what the riverbanks don't swell during the night uh you know the tracks are probably still there somewhat you can see them and there's your dagger stuck in the tree okay so i lead the man across the river i pull my dagger out of the tree and mm-hmm. say it looks like they cross from the frostlands to the road from here he nods looking at this uh, I hops off his horse and begins digging around in the sand and looking around all over the place while the other people just watch. Is Roderick, has he ever done like a track, you know, does he come across as, as a tracker? It's not a typical fighter skill, is it? It's not a typical fighter skill. Um, Roderick so does, you've never seen him personally track anything before, but he's trying now. So I'll, I'll address the group of men and say, do any of you track animals? Silence. Never mind. I turn back and watch what Roderick's doing then. Uh, he eventually comes back to the group and says, Well, <clears throat> looks like there are two groups. One came from the north, came from the south. I wait for him to decide what to do. He looks at the 20 folks that you have gathered, remembers what you were saying earlier, says, this might be a little unorthodox, but William, it's time that you have uh, learned a little something of leadership. Uh, Why don't you take half and head north? I'll take half and head south, and uh, we'll see what we can do. You get into trouble, Better to fall back than to push your luck. Uh, he looks at your horse. Sees it's like still wounded. Looks yeah. Back at you. Uh, and be careful. Don't fall so, into any more traps. 
I don't want to question his orders. I worry about splitting up, but I won't. I won't question it. And I say, of course. Shall we meet back here tomorrow? Uh, in a couple hours. Let's not be Fair gone enough. too long. Doesn't look like we have enough provisions to stay out tonight anyway. So we should probably make it back to Solwick or somewhere by nightfall. Okay, so I will ride back to the group of men and call out the names of ten of them. Mm-hmm. And I try I try and split it evenly so that you know we both get some young, stronger people and we both get some older, more experienced people. Okay. Uh, give me a charisma check. If you can remember ten people's names after you've been gone yeah. for years campaigning around the world. Well, yeah, but I, I just spent the night exchanging stories with them in the tavern. You did. You did. Definitely. So that should help. Probably. 23. There you go. Not a problem. Hey, charisma check's on the ball tonight. Okay. Uh. All right. So you get ten people and you head north with them. Okay. Yeah. So I lead the way. I, I walk. They're all on foot. So I just lead the, I lead the column, mm-hmm. slowly. And um, I, every now and again, I'll ride forward like a little bit and try and scout out the area. If there's like a hill or something, I'll ride up to the top of it. Right. Keep an eye out. Scout it out and then come back down and lead the men around it. So I think. I'll look for signs of orc settlement. If I find it, I probably won't attack it. Because if we're mate, if we're looking to meet back up with Roderick in two mm-hmm. hours, I think the goal is maybe to spot where they might be, observe them for a bit, and then come back. Sure. Uh, let's take a look here. Ooh, give me an opposed perception check. I don't think you're going to have a hard time with this one, though. Well, I don't know oh, about but that. you only no. have seven perception, right. So let's just continue making these perception checks until you guys are close enough. We'll do these at. Re- oh, actually, hold on. Why don't we just do it? I got a better way of doing this, so we don't have to make a bunch of checks. Okay. A thirteen, and you got a seven, so you beat him by four. So you'll spot him before he spots you, but we'll close this spot distance from a hundred yards down to like. 50 yards or something like that. So around 50 yards or so, um, as you have followed north alongside the inside of the river, um, there's a kind of a hill that you're heading towards to try and get a look around. And as you're coming up alongside of the hill, you notice that, oh my God, there's a cave at the base of the hill that was hidden behind those trees. And there's an orc. Okay. Standing outside the cave maybe 30 feet away, like, just pissing on the, the ground. It's like, okay. as if he's walked out of the cave and take to take a pee break. Alright, so I try and back up without being seen. Uh, you are on horse, which makes a little noise. Uh, the orc does end up kind of looking up as you're turning your horse around. And, uh, just as you get ready to, uh, just as you get in position to start turning away, the, the orc spots you and the two of you like have eye contact from 50 yards away and he looks okay. kind of dumbfounded like what the fuck is that over there all right so i will um a human i make ready to turn and run a horse? but i will throw a javelin at this guy before right. turning he's got i think you've got surprise on him because he's really not expecting a person here right now uh, so go ahead and give me your javelin throw. So plus two for surprise, right? 
Mm-hmm. Am I flanking him? Uh, yeah. Or the equivalent of flanking for him, like, you know, urinating. 23, yes! <laughs> yeah, uh, we got so York it. is wearing some hide armor, so he's got AC 13. Um, so yeah, that's a, that clears by 10, so three times damage dice for your javelin. All right. Come on. Nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your javelin just embeds itself in the orc's chest. That's more HP than he can possibly have. And he topples back in one fell motion, landing flat on the ground. Okay. So if I wanted to observe this cave, where would be the best place to do it? Like, without being seen, you know, by people coming out the front. Like you said, it's at the base of a hill. So if I was at the top of the hill, mm-hmm. would I be able to see them? Uh, maybe. Like if you're at the top of the hill, you probably wouldn't be able to see them right when they walk out. But if they walk like thirty feet out of the cave, you'd be able to do it. If you want to see them just like around the entrance, you're going to need to be most of the way down the hill because it's you know like a wobbly hill. So your your line of sight won't always match up with. The base. Yeah, how far away is the one I just killed from the entrance? 30 feet? 40 feet? A is he in view distance, of the entrance? So the urine, the urine wouldn't be smelled from the cave entrance? Sure. No, is he, he in, he's, he's not in sight. No, he's not inside of the entrance. Okay, so I wanna. How loud's my horse? Pretty loud. Uh, yeah, because it's. If it's just being chilled and it's not that loud, but at any given moment, the horse might. Or fart loudly or you know make a weird horse noise or stomp its feet or something okay so i i want to try and uh this is a bit risky the guy's less than 50 feet away from me right yep. that i just killed so feasibly in one round i could go and grab him and drag the body into some bushes or something oh yeah totally so i want to go and do that i'll drag the body somewhere pull my javelin out mm-hmm. and then run back to my horse and, and make my way back to the men okay uh, they're marching up alongside the river. Wait. Halt. I found the orcs encampment. I've killed one, but we I, I need to have an idea of their numbers to know whether we should go back for Roderick or make an assault. So try and uh is there somewhere like they could hide to not be seen. Set an ambush and I'll I, I try and get them to like crouch in some long grass or something. Uh, around the entrance to the cave or just where they are by the river? Just where they are now, yeah. Sure. So if I were to lead the orcs chasing me back to the where they are, they could all like spring out and attack the orcs. Got it. Okay. All right. And then I want to circle back around on my horse to above the cave on the hill where I can... You're going to look dismount. At- Your horse is not going to make it up this hillside. It's not a nice grassy hill to... Annoying, rocky, cliffy, gross hill. Okay, so I dismount my horse somewhere nearby. Mm-hmm. And then rather than try and get to the top of the hill, because then I presumably any orcs that saw me would be between me and the men. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll just like crouch down, like lie down and find somewhere I can see the entrance and just watch it, but be like prone on the ground, like maybe in some grass. Sure. 15 minutes pass, there's no orcs. 20 minutes, 30 minutes pass. Uh, no sign of movement from the cave whatsoever. Okay. Uh, curiosity getting the... Uh, I'll try and move to get a better angle. See if I can see in. Okay. Uh, 
this is our cave here. You see that? Yep. Um, so this is what you have on the cave. You can be up here somewhere, um, probably a little farther up, where you've got a, a nice view of the entrance, or as good of a view as you can. You'll still have to wait for someone to like actually walk out in a, a good five or ten feet before you'll... Uh, where am I, sorry? Uh, up on top of the hill, right? Oh. But like further north. Well, no, I want it to be... like So I assume my men are to the south of this map. So I kind of, I actually want to be like somewhere like, uh, let me pull my token. Like, I don't know, like, like this or something here. Sure. Put you behind a tree though. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, a half an hour passes and there's no movement from the cave. Okay. So as in, can I see into it or not? A little ways, um, but it's it... pretty dark. Does it look like there's anyone in there? Is there any movement? Is there any sound? No, there's no movement or sound. Okay. So, I guess... I'll try and get a little bit closer. So I'll, like, dart to here and then, like, up to here. Try and get a better view into the cave. Uh, you get closer and closer until you have a somewhat decent view of the inside, of the entryway of the cave. Um, it goes like 40 feet or something, uh, and then kind of turns off to the side. And the, so you've got like a, a view of the first passageway, but it, it's a twisty, windy cave and you can't see too far in. But there hasn't been any movement and maybe that was the only orc. I, I, I rock my brain. Do orcs sleep during the day? Can I make an intelligence check? Yeah, give me an intelligence check. Uh, don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Which one of them monsters is nocturnal? Who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure. So I, I've got two options, right? I either lead the men and try and sneak into the cave and catch the orcs unaware. To kill them all in their sleep. Or I try and like throw a rock into the cave and lead the orcs to follow me into the ambush. Mm. Two good options. Um, so if I can see, you say forty feet in, and I don't see anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna try and get a little bit close to them. So right. I'm still gonna have a running head start on any orcs that come around the corner. Sure. I have a ready action to turn and run if anyone sees me. Sure. Uh, so getting closer is not going to actually give you a better view because the, the turning of the cave is what has blocked your viewpoint. Um, so you can get, you could walk in 20 feet and still wouldn't be able to see any deeper into the cave. All right. But if I got to where the corner was, then I could see around you the corner, see, right? Yeah, definitely. Or would it be too dark? Uh, it's pretty dim in there. There might be some light that fills in um actually at that point can i can you make me a perception check when you're that close yeah fail never mind then <clears throat> so if i were to sprint back to the group to the men is it one round's worth of movements or a few did you how far away did you lead them you know, not too far. Like, I don't know, a couple of hundred 
feet. How far is this map? Like 25. It's so 100 feet. So yes, yeah, so maybe this again. So 200 feet away, maybe. Is the river south from here? River is northeast from here. Northeast from here. Yeah. Oh, northeast. Okay, actually, so so maybe I've come from this direction then. So maybe the, the men are like, oh yeah, like maybe 200 feet off in the northeast. Okay. Okay. Okay, so yeah, all right, I see now. So where did I kill the orc? Like over here? Yeah. Okay, I feel a little bit better then. So I guess I will try and get right up to the edge of the rock and, and peer into the into the cave. It's Still don't see anything. It's just sunlight uh, going in. Can you give me another perception check here? Yeah, 25. Yeah, you know what? You see, uh, now that you're actually a little bit closer, see, there's an orc in that cave. Uh, totally passed out. It's probably supposed to be some sort of door guard or something, but it's sitting on the ground, arm draped over a spear, head tucked against its shoulder. Okay. So, is he wearing metal armor? If he falls dead, will it make a clattering sound? Uh, no, he's got hides, leathers. Okay, how close am I from to him from here? 20. Okay, so even if he woke up, I could put my sword through his throat before he had much of a chance to do anything. Yeah. He might scream, he might scream, but he's gonna be unlikely to stop me killing him, so mm -hmm. I, I try and sneak up to him. But if I, I've got my sword drawn like this, and I'm sneaking up to him, but if he opens his eyes, I'm just going to stab him through the throat and then uh, turn and run back to the men. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to give ask you to give me a base yeah. silently check, which I think is like half your dex. I'm All right. double checking right now. Rounding down, I suppose. Yeah. Fun ways. Let me just double check what that is before I... Skills move silently is yeah half your decks. All right, d twenty plus four. Twenty two. Oh my god. We did okay. it. And this is opposed by his perception check, which is at disadvantage because he's asleep. Sounds right. Okay, uh, you sneak all the way up to the sleeping orc, um, and let's just. Let's, let's do one of these. Oh, this is nope. awesome. Let's not do one of these. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, let's do... Hey, dynamic lighting. There we go. I didn't say anything. Sure. And now we just need to give you a little bit of light by which you can see. Need a torch. Okay. Drop you here, and we're gonna shed some light. See? Yep. Perfect. Okay, so the orc I've killed. Do I kill him uh, or do I have to roll damage? Yeah, he's asleep. You you can just auto kill. Uh, let me put an orc corpse on here. 
So as I kill him, I want to put my arm around his back so he doesn't fall. And then I'm going to sheathe my sword and like hoist him over my shoulder and walk back out of the cave. Okay. So that orc is right over here. Yeah. So I'm playing commandos now. All right. You hoist the body over your shoulder and trudge out of the cave. And drop him next to the other dead orc and then head back to the men. Uh, As you're dropping him next to the other dead orc, you... Oh, well, hey, you see one of the men uh, who is snuck forward. But I guess if you're heading back there, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I go up to him and then I say, uh, go and get the rest of them. The orcs are asleep. We can sneak in. I've killed the guard. And I'll wait for the... I'll wait for everyone to turn up. He gathers a few of the other men. A few? Uh, All of them. All ten of them. Yes. Uh... And there you have your ten soldiers. Great. So now we are going to sneak into the cave and try and find where the orcs are sleeping. And I want to, like, I'll take the lead. And then, at, like, every turning point, I'll, I'll, when I've seen it's clear, I'll, I'll summon them forward. So they're all at the, they're all at the entrance here. Right. And I'll, I'll, I'll go forward to, like, there, check around the corner. So, I don't know, my light doesn't seem to be updating. It seems to be on the front of the cave. Uh, Right, because it's just light from the outside. You're going to need, like, a torch or something to shed light for yourself. That's a good point. Um, I have... I mean, I haven't got anything on my character sheet, so... Uh, Right, you've probably... You've been venturing with Roderick. You've probably got a bunch of his gear stowed on your horse, which will include, like, torches and stuff. Um, right. Speaking of, did you leave anybody behind with your horse, or are you just like leaving it tied up to a tree? Just leaving it tied up to a tree. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's probably it's got one health. If I have to get a new horse, <laughs> well, I feel bad now, but I didn't I didn't go back right, so maybe somebody told maybe told someone to stay with the horse. That's fine. Yeah, if you want to have if you want to retcon yeah. issuing someone to stay with the horse, that's fine. Someone uh, stays with the horse. Okay. Right. And you're gonna wield a, sh- a torch. Um, yeah. No, actually, the guy behind me, so he should be able to cast just enough light for me to see around the corner. Sure. And I will, um, when I get to the corner and I look around, I'll summon him forward, Tad. And then when it when it's clear, I will then, like, move to here. He hmm. keeps coming up behind you. Yeah, and then as he gets to me, the rest of the men move up to, like, my last place, like, here. Right. And we're all moving as quietly as we can. All right, so about here, uh, as you get to this point, there is a a guttural growl um, from just before you, and stepping out from both the left and right side are more orcs. Okay. Uh, whether they've been woken up or they were prepped in ambush or they're just hanging out and you happen to run into them is unclear. But these guys step to the sides. Can I reposition? Uh, you can roll initiative and do what you want on your turn. Okay. If I roll initiative to move, can I ready an, ready an attack if I'm approached or not? No, you have to roll initiative for that. For sword, okay. 14. 14, very nice. Uh, But not quite nice enough. The first orc steps forward with his axe, 
and yells at you. Something. God knows what he's saying. But the axe comes down, clatters against your shield, heads to the side, hits the stone, sends sparks flying, while the second orc moves up and tries to take your head with him. Uh, he rolls an 18 to hit. That's going to hit, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. Would I have? Where does my other AC come from in the game? You get five from chainmail, two from shield. Uh, where you've got seventeen AC, right? Okay, yeah. So do I get my AC in the game? Don't you? Let me open my other character sheet. You get eighteen AC. The shield only give me two. I've got my shield as three. Shield ought to be two. Oh no! Wait, there is a shield proficiency which boosts yeah. from two to three. Yeah. So do I have that proficiency yet? Yeah. Great. So I guess I've got eighteen. I see. All right. So the orc blow clatters into you. Oh god, grazing you for two points of damage. Okay. So what I want to do is I'll strike back at the orc that hit me, mm-hmm. and then I want to back off and form like a stronger line. Where we sure. can fit maybe three people to that to that one. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make me your attack, please. Yeah. Wait. If I do this though, they'll get an attack opportunity, won't they? they so I'm gonna. I will do a fighting withdrawal to form okay. my line. Yeah. And I, I call the men. I call the men forward. Like so. There's three of them. Okay. They form this. Yeah. Uh, with you know extra people behind. In fact, the torch guy. Yeah. Should be there. We go. Uh, okay, let's go to initiative for next round. I'm gonna put all of the NPCs on. You know, this is probably the best way to do it. Let's just do three groups: one for you, one for your henchmen, one for the orcs. Uh, I know that becomes a little bit weird, but it's too many die rolls to keep track of otherwise. Yep. All right. So mine's fourteen again. Uh, what's the initiative for a spear? Six. I was just gonna roll for him. Okay. Uh, well, that means the orcs do go first, uh, and the first one is gonna come charging down here. Second one's gonna do that, and there are other orcs behind them. Okay, this first guy is going to make an attack at the person in the corner who is sort of backed into things. Uh, the orc rolls a natural 20. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what AC this guy has, but it's at least a crit, which is 10 points of damage, which is more than this guy could possibly have. Uh, he falls to the ground in bloody heap. The second orc takes a swing at the spearman beside you, William, uh, for an 8 to hit, which is a miss. The, the They rolled 11 for initiative as well, though, so does he not get to strike before he dies, this guy? He does. They go at the same time. Why don't you roll their two attacks? Okay. Uh, starting with Corner Man. Are they just flat D20s? Yep. Nope. Yes. Hey, there you go. That is a single crit. 244, then. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, spears are 2D4 these days. 11. Uh, 11 will rip the orc to shreds. Okay, so I shall fill the line! Uh, okay. Let's see. That should be fine, right? Yeah, that should be fine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and one is with the horse. Great. 
and it's your turn, William. Yes. Eight. Mm. No, no dice. Uh, next round initiative. Six. Nice. Uh, you go first. Six. No good. Yes, yeah, second attack this round, though. Yep, uh, your first spearman is going to step here, the second one to there. Yeah. Uh, and they will both take strikes at the orc. Why don't you roll them? Eh, no good. Uh, the orcs get a turn. Um, they're going to back up. And this one will withdraw back as well. With his action. Yep, that's his turn. Initiative. Okay. My men all have spears, don't they? They do. Okay. Can I hand some javelins out to them and make an attack on one, one turn? Um, how many javelins do you carry? I've got five. Do you so carry them it. all on your person at the same time? Yeah. How the fuck so. do you carry five javelins? In like a javelin quiver. Is there right? such a thing as a javelin quiver? I don't know. How did the Romans carry javelins? I mean, each person had like one or two. And they had like huge pack animals and supply carts with them. But were they 1858 strength? It's not It's not a strength issue. <laughs> it's a uh, mechanical issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am like six foot five. Maybe that helps a little bit. I don't know. I've always had five javelins on me, so... Yeah, I know. It's one of those areas that I've always... Like, D&D characters can just, like... As long as you can carry the weight, you can magically store it in your backpack sort of thing. Yeah. And one day down the road, I want to break that habit. But not today, I suppose. Um, so you can pass out javelins as your action for that round. Okay. Um, so I guess I will just... I mean, I'll just make an attack instead. All right. Uh, Ten. So you you move forward into the orcs then? No, I'll just throw my javelin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it clatters against one person fairly harmlessly. Well, I haven't rolled to attack. That was uh, initiative. Oh, okay. Cool. Perfect. Uh, but it was your turn. Okay. Because the orcs had retreated on that. Um, so make your attack roll. Okay. Yeah, sorry. A 15. Uh, that is just enough to hit an orc. Great. Seven. Not enough to kill an orc, though. Okay. Nice high HP guy right here. Uh, let's roll initiative. So this turn I'm going to hand out javelins. Is that initiative three? Yes. Wonderful. Uh, the first orc is going to literally charge down this hallway at one of the spearmen uh, with a 15, 16, 17, 18 to hit. Two from the charge is a nice blow against this rather shoddily armored peasant. 
uh, doing maximum damage, just murdering the peasant outright, mm-hmm. uh, who drops to the ground dead. Is our torchbearer? No, that is the torchbearer who has died. Okay, so it's just now burning his body on the floor. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and the next orc is going to step forward and hurl a javelin. Oh, God, he should have done this before the other one moved. But now he's going to hurl a javelin with uh, called shot. Penalties to hit with Hell Marshal. Not going to happen. Um, oh, the other ones can't get in there. They're, they're done. The spearmen, uh, I'm going to ask you to make me a morale check for them. It's going to be a 2d10. And let me look up what their morale would be. Uh, but two of them have already died out of ten. That's twenty percent losses, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, I was thinking of retreating after this turn anyway. Human, here we go. Looks like it's probably nine is their morale. So roll me a two d ten, and you want to roll a nine or lower. Eight. Oof, all right. They hold. Okay. Can we attack this orc? Yeah. Two attacks? Two attacks. I, I assume someone fills the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, does one of them get a flank attack? Or... Uh, he's probably more like that. Okay. No dice. No dice. And okay. Marshall's turn at the end. No. All right, initiative. Okay. So, I want a um, fighting withdrawal to the mouth of the cave. Okay. Eight. All right, you go first. Okay, so I will delay my action until after the men move, and I want to. I want to like guard them as we all retreat to the mouth of the cave. Alright, you get everyone to back up. Um, can we grab the bodies of the fallen, or is that two? Um, you could probably get this one. Is either of them maybe not in minus ten yet? I could... that, that's quite possible. Yeah, they could be... The... They could still be alive. Potentially any that are not like beheaded. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll sort of commit one or two guys to help me with get their bodies out. So maybe I'll I'll like fight back against the orcs. Take an attack of opportunity maybe whilst the others grab the bodies and escape. Sure. Um give me another morale check. See if in the middle of this fighting withdrawal if they're actually gonna follow you with that. Cause they're not exactly soldiers. Yeah. Yes. Uh yeah, yes. Someone will grab one of the bodies and begin to drag it out. And you fighting withdraw as well. Um, and by the end of the round, you guys are all outside. Was w- One guy was clearly dead. Did you... Yes, one guy okay. was very clearly dead. Okay. Um, so I think we will go, like, clutter around this side of the cave here and wait mm-hmm. to see if the orcs follow us out. And if they don't come within, like, a round, we'll make our way back to the river. Let's get some dudes here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Plus one dead guy. 
Yeah, we want to like sort of wait in ambush right around the corner if the orcs are to charge out. One of these guys is going to try and bandage the other person's wounds. He fails his check. Uh, I'm just going to have him do the same action every round until he succeeds. No, other people are going to have to do it. But the next one's yeah. a pass, so it's fine. Correct. Um, you're waiting. Are the orcs going to come out? Are they going to stay in? Uh, but minutes pass. Okay, I think that's our cue. We, we, we make way back to the river. And it's probably been about two hours, so we go back to where we left Roderick. Okay. Uh, Roderick's not there yet, but eventually okay. he shows up. Uh, he brings with him uh, nine people and one body. Uh, and you can see some of the other soldiers there are a little scraped up. Uh, they've definitely seen some sort of combat. <clears throat> uh, and he sees you with your eight men in one body. And... So I will, you know, I just, I, I'm not mounted. I go over to speak to him. Now we've, I found the cave where the orcs came from. I, I've killed a few. I lost a couple of men and managed to recover one. He's, he's wounded, but he'll survive. How about you? Are you successful? He nods slowly. Found a ambush of theirs. Came through it all right. Are they dead? He nods. Uh, and you can see that there's blood leaking from underneath his breastplate and kind of like running down the outside of his leg and there's a bit of an arrow shaft sticking out from his right side. Shall we finish off the ones to the north? I thought I'd wait for your help for wandering deep into that cave. How many are left? I'm not sure I didn't get a good count. At least four or five. He thinks long and hard for a moment and then shakes his head and says, No, I think... How many did you kill? Three? Well, I got eight, so... Together that should be enough to put a dent in any sort of operations they can perform. Let's get out of here before anyone else dies. Alright. Good job, man. Let's, let's head back. Right. You guys make your way back to your home. Uh, down in the, the south. Yeah. So I guess I will... Does Roderick come to, to the village with us? Mm -hmm. Yep. He comes back to the village with you and all of your, your soldiers. Great. I feel pretty happy about this because Roderick kind of gives me some credence, right? Yeah. Your brother and your father might be sort of dismissive or disrespectful towards you, but... Roderick beside you, you'll probably be fine. Great. So I, I march in victorious into town. All right. All of these soldiers, soldiers, in big air quotes, uh, immediately head for the tavern and start swapping stories and telling tales. And uh, the one guy that died was, well, like, nobody here really knew him all that well. He volunteered and 
No one's too... I mean, they're torn up about him, but, you know, he wasn't a personal friend of anyone's. It's okay. Did Roderick's casualty die, or is he just wounded? Oh, super deadsies, yeah. Okay, so we both lost one man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he recovered the body, though, which is nice. Uh, the body that Roderick's law lo- that Roderick's team lost was one of the people from this town. It was the gentleman named the name already. Uh, Stephen. Stephen's dead. Is he one of the original two? Yeah, one of the two from this village. Okay, well. And uh, as Stephen, you know, as you guys are having a, a nice breakdown and or not breakdown, a post game chatter and fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Steven's wife comes looking for him. Uh, and as she comes up and starts asking around, Roderick takes her outside, away from everybody else. Uh, tavern grows a little still as everyone understands what's happening. There's there's a moment, and, and then you can hear the wailing of a grieving widow. Could I maybe listen into this conversation? I feel like this is like an important thing to be able to do and I've got no idea how to approach it so if I could maybe get close to a window and just listen to how he phrases it sure um so Roderick has this woman outside and she says what where's Stephen what what, what's going on Roderick says ma'am I let me tell you what happened today we were hunting down these orcs that had marched on one of the villages nearby and threatened everything around here your husband was one of the few brave men to volunteer and go forward and defeat this threat and keep the people here safe. Um, We walked into an orcish ambush. They fired shots on us. Uh, All hell broke loose. Your husband was one of the bravest men I've ever seen. I've been campaigning for a very long time now. And uh, the moment those orcs attacked, well, he rushed up the hill and immediately plunged his spear through the, their spellcaster, slaying him on the spot. The rest of the orcs targeted him out and brought him down, but it's because he took out that spellcaster that we were able to drive the rest of them back, rout them, and get them fleeing. Uh, your husband died today, but because of his actions... We were able to kill ten orcs, and everyone else lived. He, your husband's one of the bravest men I've ever known. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's when she starts breaking down in tears and crying, as would be appropriate for the situation. Yeah. Uh, you want to throw me an intel check? Yeah, so I was going to ask him if that's, like, true or not. But I'll roll the intelligence check to see if I can find out. 28. Yeah, you, you definitely remember him saying that he killed eight men. Eight, eight orcs. Uh, right. And he just told this woman that they all together killed Ten because of her husband's actions. So something is maybe amiss. So I think William learns a lesson here, right? About how it's okay to lie sometimes. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes lying can be the right thing to do if it's for a greater cause. So I guess, you know, the plan would be to sort of unwind with the men and drink in the tavern and... Um, does Roderick, Roderick drink? Uh, sparingly. They'll sip on a beer over the course of an evening. Okay. So I try and match pace with him. Yeah, he takes it real gentle. Everyone else is having a blast and getting trashed. Roderick is just politely 
sipping on the same room temperature ale all day long. So at some point I'll go and speak to him and say, um, the story you told Stephen's wife, is that really what happened? Absolutely not. It's uh, okay to lie to her? Well, she's only going to know one story and her husband could either have died a hero or caught completely unaware and, unaware and slowly bled to death over several minutes suffering brutally. It what makes, if what? The truth in this situation doesn't particularly matter. He died saving the town. Better to give her something to hold on to. A little bit of open honor for herself. Yeah. What if the other man explain what happened? Perhaps I'll speak to them. He shakes his head. Don't, don't overcomplicate it. If she eventually hears a, a separate story, she will believe the one that she wants to believe. Hmm. I suppose she will. Shall we sleep in the tavern tonight or head back to my father's manor? Uh, I was fully expecting your father to put us up, but if your father has problems with me and will no longer house me, then... No, I'm sure he will have no problem. Alright. Uh, you guys can go back to your home and uh, hang out and rest. Yes, I think we do that. And I, you know, like, march triumphantly into the house with Roderick covered in orc blood. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, make a show of ignoring my brother. Right. And... Your father comes over, asks to hear the story. Roderick speaks <clears> up <throat> and tells the tale of how you rallied these 20 men and met him and divided the troops and you went, went each went off and this time he's very accurate with the numbers he took down eight you and your men took down three here's the casualty reports here's where we saw the orcs here's you know the information i've gleaned there's two camps maybe 20 each we took out about half of them they probably won't be a problem but i'm gonna go talk to the high prince and see if i can't you know uh you know levy some actual soldiers and put a real stop to this, but they should at least be gone for a while. Take them some time to recover from an attack like that, yada yada. He seems very casual and relaxed about the whole thing, but in a very different way than the captain of the guard was, or the sheriff was here. Yeah, more professional. So I think at this point, William's not quite got over the fact that he's, he feels like he's got something to prove. And he's finding it hard not to come across as a little bit smug as to this sort of like story that paints me in quite a good light, mm -hmm. especially considering the events directly before. Uh, so I think it does come across quite smug the way he's just got like sitting there listening to the story. As the story wraps up, your older brother speaks out saying, so Roderick, you were responsible for slaying eight orcs and only lost one man while William lost two and only killed three? And then just lets it hang in the air without any follow-up whatsoever. I guess I try and ignore him. He's being a dick. He's being a dick. All the adults know it. <laughs> they completely ignore him. Yeah. But he does it anyway. That's fine. It just shows that he uh, feels inferior. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so I guess we, we are, we're heading back to Solwick in the morning, are we? Yeah. Uh, you will head back to Solwick in the morning with Roderick. Uh, and accompany him as he raises the appropriate levies from the areas around, going to in each individual lord, and he brings you with him during these moments where he goes into a town or a village and explains that he needs X number of soldiers and any available knights, and 
uh, go through his diplomatic processes, which are problematic and slow, and no one wants to commit soldiers and monies to these funds, and it's always somebody else's problem, and these orcs aren't on my land, and, um, yeah. you know. But, but they have a duty, right? They have a duty, and he can force them to levy forces if he wants, but, like, you force them to, to raise arms against their will, and then you get bad blood, and it's messy and yeah. problematic down the road, so he's trying to get them to volunteer. Um, yeah. yeah. So rather than be like the high prince commands that you levy right. some men, he's more trying to explain to them the situation, get them to offer up the... He's trying to get people to volunteer their levies rather than force it, so that yeah. everyone will be a little bit happier. This is all good training. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, actually, I didn't think this was going to be our end here, but I feel like this is the... This is probably a good wrapping up point for us. Yeah, it feels pretty good to me. Yeah. I think we've... The first flashback was William sort of becoming a squire, and I think this one's all about William, like, learning what it is to be a knight, uh, yeah. learning how to, like, uh, issue orders to soldiers, uh, learn how to tell people that they're... they're husbands or daughters or wives or sons or whatever died and uh, how to negotiate without just being like i have this power i'm going to use it yeah yeah, yeah. good all right all right well then let's uh let's wrap that up here nice short little episode but these flashbacks off they go so much faster you know, when yeah you we one third as many people or one quarter as many people on screen it's just yeah we only usually did we did two hours last time so this is three. Oh, perfect yeah Wonderful. All right, then. Uh, we will see y'all next week for some more Frofro. I believe we can all make next week's game. Fingers crossed. I know I can. All right. Uh, and our Christmas, our, our holiday schedule will probably be a little wonky. Uh, we might jostle things around. Maybe not. We might miss a couple of sessions. When is Christmas? So the only one I should miss will be... The 24th, I don't think we'll play. Yeah, right. That's yeah, that's the only one I should be good apart from that. Oh wait, New Year's Eve. So I probably uh, yeah, we're that. definitely not playing on New Year's Eve either. So yeah. only the third and the tenth and the seventeenth. But you know, we could do everyone should, is everyone off on New Year's Day in America? Uh maybe. Because Monday the first is kind of like a Sunday in a way. Right. It's the last day of a long weekend. So we could play on Monday instead on the first. Uh maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll run it by the group. I don't know what everyone's New Year's plans are, but I wouldn't be surprised if some people were trying to leave Monday as a day of rest. Um, oh, yeah, because it's, it's in the morning for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, that would be like a 10 a.m. game on New Year's morning for us. So <laughs> yeah, right. I don't okay. know about that. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. All right, see ya.